Hey guys, Gene Argentine here for another episode of the Guitar Alchemy Podcast. Alright, so today what we're going to do is we're going to keep things raw and we're going to keep things real. And uh, But you guys, the people that know me and are a little more familiar with me, I love quotes. And whether it pertains to you know playing guitar, whether it pertains to uh, personal development, whether it pertains to... Uh, you know, life in general, whatever the case may be, if it's a good quote, you know, I'm all about that. So I have a quote that I'm sure you guys have heard me um, say before, and I'm going to read it, actually. And uh, the thing about this quote is I was so distraught because um, it was attributed to uh, Ralph Waldo Emerson, you know, and I... I loved the quote ever since, you know, I, I first read it and I thought, oh my God, this thing is just, it's a great quote, you know, but I was crushed because very, uh, very recently, uh, maybe within a, you know, a month or so, I discovered it was not Ralph Waldo Emerson. This is one of my favorite, favorite quotes and it's not Ralph Waldo Emerson. It's by a gentleman named Harrington Emerson. So, uh, it's my understanding that uh, Harrington Emerson was uh, like a business philosopher. And this quote uh, was um, credited to, you know, Ralph Waldo Emerson uh, erroneously. All right, so here's the quote. This is, as to methods, there may be a million and then some, but principles are few. The man who grasps principles can successfully uh, select his own methods the man who tries methods ignoring principles is sure to have trouble. All right. So for me, I, I can put that in so many different areas of life. It's so applicable to, uh, you know, life in general. You know, um, it is extremely applicable in learning and mastering your instrument. All right. So really this sums up my uh, philosophy uh, in my teaching style in a nutshell. I'm always so, you know, fundamentals, principles, back to basics, no matter what level you're at, whether it's, you know, obviously beginning, but whether you're also, um, you know, intermediate, uh, advanced, expert, you know, in, in myself, I'm a consummate student and I've been playing music honestly uh, for about 50, a little over 50 years, give you an idea of how old I am. Um, yes, uh, God, it's a long time. Anyway, um, yeah, so it, it really sums up my whole philosophy, uh, in my teaching and in my playing as well. And in my pursuit of reaching my fullest potential, because honestly, I don't feel I've reached my fullest potential, uh, myself. So, so you look at um, the way guitar is taught these days. And like I mentioned previously uh, several times, everybody and their mother is teaching guitar, especially going through this, this uh, pandemic, you know, and um, going through, uh, you know, there's a lot more people teaching it online. Now, what are their credentials? Who knows until you start really delving into 
who they are, how experienced they are, how good they are, and uh, you know, see if if you um, jive with their energy and their 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 teaching style and and just the way they play. See, when I was first starting uh, music, um, especially guitar, you know, I started off on piano and I had a really good teacher. Although I thought honestly that my mother was a much better pianist than my teacher, although my teacher was a good teacher. Um, and I learned a lot, you know, and it was classical music, uh, you know, but, uh, then when I went into, uh, when I changed instruments, started playing guitar, uh, it was, uh, I started studying with a, a man named Jody Fisher and, uh, he is just a stunningly amazing, uh, guitarist and, and teacher as well, um, so when I first started, I told my mom and, uh, you know, she had the same philosophy that I don't, I want the best. I want the best teacher out there because I saw my brother was taking lessons, my older brother from somebody from the local music store and it was just okay. And, and, uh, you know, his friends, you know, were taking from uh, other various teachers and, and I could see, uh, just the different styles of, of what these people were learning and I, I wanted the best because I figured if I'm going to learn this instrument, I want the best instruction. And it was for my kids as well, too, as they learned things and, and uh, sought uh, either music instruction or singing lessons or acting uh, classes. I always told you know my wife that I will not skimp on instruction. They have to be taught by the best available. Absolutely. You know, you're wasting your time uh, if you're not being instructed and taught by the best out there. And to this day, I, that's my philosophy. So uh, getting back to the quote, so I wanted to look at a couple things. So I was going to go a little more structured in this. Uh, I'll try to keep it short. Um, but I'm going to look at the, uh, you know, the principle, and I call it the principle of the day or the podcast, the question of the day, the task of the day, the quote of the day and the take action part of this podcast. So if we're looking at the principle of the day, um, you know, I have just some notes. I'm looking at my notes. Uh, I put down uh, what works for you might not work for me and vice versa. And, and that's, that really is true. Principles are like non-negotiable. They're just like laws of the universe and the methods um, that's a different story. You know, you see these guys, uh, that, and even their, their title for their courses are, are different. When I was a kid, there was the metal method. And then the, uh, you know, Michelangelo Badio had the speed kills, you know, all these different, you know, methods, uh, of teaching, you know, you had your Mel Bay method, you know, which most people at least started on as far as sight reading and things like that. And what works for one person might not work for for somebody else or for me. You know, with my students over the years, I've I've always tried to um, to cater to their individual uh, to their uniqueness, so to speak. You know, they're because everybody's different, and that's one tricky thing about uh, teaching guitar and in you know instructing 
people that you don't really see in person, you know, you do it over the internet or you do it, uh, you know, through like, you know, Zoom classes or, you know, webinar type uh, scenarios. Um, and, you know, you, it kind of takes the, the personal aspect out of it. So it's a little more difficult to uh, gear, I believe, um, you know, to have the human touch, which is so, to me, crucial. So, um, so if we break down the quote, so let's take the first, the first phrase as to methods, there may be a million and then some, but principles are few. So like I said, principles are universal foundational truths. Yep. They are few and timeless and also, uh, methods. Let's see. I probably put down here in my notes methods, one person's perspective methods are one person's perspective or take. Uh, they're not a one size fits all, which is what we were just talking about. Um, so that pretty much sums up that, that little bit. Uh, the next part says the man who grasps principles can successfully select his own methods. So the power, the bullet points I had to that, um, I said, you need to have a complete grasp of the foundational principles. Uh, the next bullet point I have jotted down in my notes says, then through trial and error, you can seek out methods that work for you, whether they are, uh, are your own methods, uh, drills and exercises that you made up or someone else's methods, such as instructional videos, books, or courses. So I think, yeah, when a lot of people learn by ear, you know, if they're focused on principles, you know, and that could be anything from, uh, okay. So for me, one of the earliest principles, uh, one of the principles everybody's taught is, you know, practice makes perfect. And I think that's a bunch of BS practice doesn't make perfect practice reinforces whatever you're practicing. If you're practicing uh, bad technique, it reinforces bad technique. The phrase or the, you know, uh, principle I like to spin on that is perfect practice makes perfect. If you're practicing correctly, then you're reinforcing good habits, good technique, perfect practice makes perfect. Uh, and that's just one, uh, situation right there. Um, so, you know, another principle too, without getting too, uh, you know, going down the rabbit hole too much is one thing I would always tell my students. And I'm a firm believer of, you know, you practice slowly and cleanly with no mistakes. So you make a mistake, you have to uh, practice it some more at that speed. So when you're working with say a metronome and you're working on whatever it is, whether it's a chordal uh, exercise or single note uh, melodies or, or scalar exercises, if you set the metronome at 60 beats per minute, and this is hypothetical, uh, 60 beats per minute and you are uh, practicing say quarter notes or triplets whatever the case may be and you practice it and you make a mistake then you keep the metronome at 60 beats per minute now when you can do it three times through perfectly without any mistakes it's 60 beats per minute then you can kick it up to 63 or 65 and then you practice it there and then when you can do it three times in a row with no mistakes, then you can kick it up 
you know, three to five more BPM. So you would kick it up to either like, you know, 68 or 70. And then you practice it at that speed until you can play flawlessly three times in a row. And that's how you build up proper technique. And that's how you build up uh, clean playing and uh, your speed. Uh, speed is just practice and speed is just repetition. You know, speed is what most people yearn for and work towards. And guys, it's just one shade of paint on your palette that you paint, you know, your masterpiece with. You know, if you play fast all the time, it gets boring very, very quickly. You know, speed needs to be used taste with taste and, uh, and you know, an accenting kind of like spice in a recipe. Um, all right, so that's just a couple examples of principles as opposed to methods. Now, methods in that situation would be, okay, you know, I'm practicing a, a you know, specific exercise with specific fingerings, you know, uh, that type of deal. That's, those are methods or, you know, whatever the teacher is focusing on, you know, you have to do this first and then you do this and then you do this with your hand tied behind your back or whatever the case may be. Uh, principles are the same. Methods can obviously vary. All right. So, uh, we'll take the next little chunk of that, um, that quote, because I love that quote so much. The man who tries methods, ignoring principles, is sure to have trouble. All right. So the man who tries methods, ignoring principles, is sure to have trouble. All right. So a couple of the bullet points in my notes I wrote down would be consuming YouTube videos or other instruction and not using it as a starting point. You only play that specific lick or run without regard to the concepts. So, uh, yeah, I'm sure I'll, uh, hopefully, most of you guys know who Jake E. Lee is. Uh, he's the guy that played in, in Ozzy Osbourne's band after Randy Rhodes passed away. Okay, so Jake had the uh, that position for the next couple albums. And uh, in a fairly recent uh, video I was watching... Uh, of him and he had a really really interesting point he said kids these days learn stuff from youtube videos so everybody learns how to play things the same way and when he was a kid and i was a kid you learned it by ear off the record off the vinyl record off your stereo so everybody played it just a little bit different you know and that's kind of what gave you your own character in your playing. You know, if I sat down and learned a solo to a tune, or even the riff, the main riff of, say, a, a specific tune, say, um, you can any tune, you know, a Led Zeppelin tune or, or a Deep Purple tune, or whatever the case may be, and I had somebody else, a buddy or a brother or whoever, was learning the same tune and we learned it by ourselves, inevitably we would be playing it differently but that gave you your your own unique character so i thought that was a pretty profound actually uh thing that that jake mentioned all right so my next bullet point is you will struggle you'll struggle if you um just take things for face value and don't really delve into the concept of of whatever lick or the lesson is now there's a youtube guy 
that I just, I love this guy. I love his playing. I love his level of talent. And this gentleman is named Rick Graham. Love Rick Graham. I think he is so tasteful and so physically talented. His technique is absolutely stunning. If you guys don't know who he is, go to YouTube, type in Rick Graham, R-I-C-K-G-R-A-H-A-M, and the guy is fucking phenomenal. But, you know, he's he's got these things that it kind of caters to the more advanced and developed player. So if you take something like, you know, there's a couple videos I have in mind that he put out uh, and you just learn just the lick. You know, you put this finger here, you put this finger here, you pull off here and you, you hammer onto this one. You know, and then what, what you get when you're done with that is you learn how to play what he showed you. But you know, I would tend to take that just a little bit farther, okay, and say, okay, so that is, you know, within, say, it's a, a pentatonic scale, okay? So that's within a pentatonic scale, but he's combining, uh, and this is, this is actually was a video that, that uh, he had done. So he was combining two pentatonic positions, um, you know, because you have these various positions, right, in the pentatonic scale, like these five different places on the neck where you can play, say, an E minor pentatonic. You can play it at the 12th fret with this fingering. You can play it at the 15th fret with this fingering. You can play it at the, uh, you know, 7th fret with this fingering, ninth fret with this fingering, whatever the case may be. And But he was combining, like, the, the I don't know what number you would call it because I never really numbered the box positions. But the main one everybody knows with the, with the uh, pattern that is right above it. And it was really interesting. Uh, his approach so uh, so then I'm thinking okay uh, scale degrees and I'm thinking intervals and I'm thinking okay it's these two patterns put together so you visualize that in your head and then you start taking it as a an idea or a springboard for other places to take it and that's what you need to do with your YouTube videos you don't need to, you know, you see so many players say, okay, you put your first finger here on the 10th fret G string, and then you put, you know, you play this lick, and then you play this, and you bend this string at this fret with this finger, and that's all well and good, but that is like, but, but you're not getting the understanding of it. That's like going to a foreign country and learning one phrase, you know, Say, you know, you don't know how to speak Spanish and you go down to Mexico because you're going to spend some time down there. And uh, you, uh, the only phrase you learn is, uh, donde esta el baño, right? Where's the bathroom? So you go down and you're hungry and you go to a Mexican restaurant down in Mexico and they ask you in Spanish, you know, what would you like to eat? And you say, donde esta el baño? And they're saying, oh, okay. Uh, you know, right around the corner there, that's where the bathroom is, you know, but what do you want to eat? And you're like, don't be a style baño, you know, and, and yeah, that's your response to everything. So that's when you learn a lick, if you learn a lick, uh, and say it's well, for, you know, ease of, of conversation, say the song's a, a rock tune in E minor, and you learn these E minor pentatonic licks, you know, from your YouTube, uh, instructor or person you follow when you go to band rehearsal you play with a buddy and they're playing in the key of e minor what are you gonna do 
I can tell you what you're going to do. You're going to play those licks you learned because you didn't learn any, you didn't learn the fundamentals behind the licks. Why do these licks work? Why bend this note? You know, why bend from the flatted seventh up to the octave? Why bend from the, uh, you know, from the fourth up to the fifth? You know, and so when you can understand the reason behind these licks and why they sound so good, then you know, okay, well, if I bend like the flatted seven, that's very much a minor kind of a dominant um, sound. And then you're bending it to the octave. It's a very uh, resolving uh, phrase. So when you're, you know, playing a, a, you know, part of your solo and you want to end your solo or if you want to make it very, um, very much in the tonality of it, you, you can bend from the, the flatted seventh to the octave, you know. So you have to understand these concepts and the fundamentals. You don't learn the methods. You're just playing licks. And then you're just playing your what your fingers know. All right, and then that last bullet point I had is uh, you will not find and develop your own unique voice. And that goes back to the Jake E. Lee quote I was telling you about that interview. It was kind of cool. All right, so then the next section I had was question of the day. So where in your development as a guitarist or musician are you feeling like you're not making progress, the progress you should? Are you approaching it through a paradigm of a method or are you approaching it through someone else's method um so let me just grasp that because i wrote these notes a while ago are you approaching it through the paradigm of a method or are you approaching it through someone else's method um is it from a youtube video is it from a personal guitar teacher is it through a program that you purchased are you approaching this as uh donde esta el baño see i know i can speak spanish right i got this one this one phrase or are you understanding, okay, well, donde is, is where, esta is where, you know, donde esta is where is, and then baño is the bathroom. Where is the bathroom? You know, um, you're, you're grasping the principles of that phrase, not just the, the phonetic method or the sound of it. All right, so you really need to... Um, kind of question yourself, you know, where, where are you feeling like you're not making the progress, you know, that you should be making and how's your approach? Are you approaching it through a paradigm of a method or a principle? Now always go with the principle. All right. Task of the day. Take a good look at yourself. The proverbial looking at yourself in the mirror. Ask yourself these three questions. Number one, what areas am I playing are not progressing as quickly as I have hoped for? Question number two, what methods or principles am I pursuing to develop? Then question number three, do I need to reevaluate my approach? So what areas am I not uh, making the progress? Okay, so if I was to apply that to me right now, I would say, okay, I've, I'm fascinated by economy picking. You know, and uh, so I've been working on that for a while, and it's kind of slow going because I'm an alternate, diehard alternate picker, strict alternate picking for God knows how long, forever. And uh, 
so I'm, I'm not progressing as quickly as I'd like. And uh, I have read and you know, heard uh, from various people and just really, really great economy pickers that if, you, uh, if you're a great alternate picker, it's going to take you a while to be able to switch over as opposed to somebody who's starting learning the guitar in that way. So I need to look. So that's where I, so for me, I'm using myself as an example. That's the area I'm not progressing as quickly as I hope for. So question number two, I'll take that to question number two. What methods or principles am I pursuing to develop? So I'm pursuing the uh, method of economy picking or the style of economy picking. And then, but I'm struggling with it. So, do I? This question number three is: Do I need to reevaluate my approach? And I, I do. Uh, I need to dig down deep. Uh, I need to work on just my right hand. And I've noticed that my pick tends to get caught up, um, like on the adjacent string when you go down, up, down, and then the lower adjacent string down, up, down, down, up, down, down, up, down, for a three note per string sequence. Sometimes my pick will get caught up. And so I will just mute the strings with my right hand and just do that uh, that pattern that my right hand is doing, you know, until I can develop it, you know. And, uh, you know, I'll take an uh, even closer look. And, and a lot of people say that when you're economy picking, it's almost like doing a rest stroke. So when you go, uh, you know, a three-note pattern, you go down, up, down, and then when you change the strings, you're on your down pick. You're going straight through and resting on the next string before you go down, up, down, down, up, down, down, up, down. So you know, I try it both ways, and uh, you know, I'm working on things. So I, you know, I am absolutely uh, trying to analyze my my playing and and why am I not progressing as quickly as I'd like to. So. The quote of the day for this podcast, um, I don't know if you guys know who Jim Rohn is. He's a personal development guy, uh, very inspirational guy. He passed away several years back. But he had a quote that says, you can't hire someone else to do your push-ups for you. Hmm. Now, how does that, how does that apply? Well, it applies in life in general. You know, you can't pay somebody to do your fucking work. You know, like you want to play, we'll take speed for example, because everybody wants to be the fastest gun in the West. You cannot pay somebody to do your practicing for you. You know, Um, so the notes I had after that quote is uh, you have to do the work yourself. As a guitarist, you have to put in the the blood, sweat and tears in regards to the hard work it's going to take to get you there. Uh, or where you want to go. It's literally li- uh, like life. We all have to take responsibility for our own development of who we are, who we want to be, and what we want to accomplish. So if you want to be a kick-ass guitarist with no holes in your playing, you need to put in the fucking time. All right. Nobody's going to do it for you. When we were kids, we used to have a, a joke about uh, you know, uh, guitar players that weren't quite so developed going down to the music store to buy some talent instead of, you know, putting in the time and effort. All right. Uh, take action. 
decide what specific area of your playing you guys have been uh, concentrating on, then look at the way you've gone about developing your skills. So whatever you're working on, see right now I'm working on some caprices, some Paganini caprices, um, you know, but I'm sure in a couple weeks that'll change, you know, but anyway, so for me, I'll use myself as an example again, um, decide what specific areas am I playing that, uh, that I've been concentrating on. And it's been, uh, you know, sight reading, it's been, uh, you know, learning, you know, the classical violin pieces and applying it to the guitar. Uh, then look at the way you've gone about developing your skills. Have you really been focused, organized, and efficient in your pursuit to improve? Are you operating with principles in mind? Are you um, on the carousel of methods and reaching for the brass ring that's going to make you the next Jimmy Page or Yngwie Malmsteen? How are you going to proceed from here? So... You know, those are good questions. You know, when you're practicing, are you focused? Are you organized? Are you efficient? Do you know what you want to accomplish? And are you accomplishing it? Or are you just, you know, practicing a little bit of this, a little bit of that, you know, reaching for the brass ring every time the merry-go-round comes around to that point, you know, thinking that, uh, you know, it's going to make you, you know, a stellar, you know, player, you know, a legend. It's not going to happen, guys. So, how are you going to proceed from here? So, that's a lot of information and a lot longer podcast than I was hoping for. I'm keeping it raw because I'm not going back and editing this stuff. I tend to ramble sometimes, and I know I do. And I like to tell stories. So, guys, just bear with me. If, if it resonates with you, cool. And if not, you know, and you can work your way through the annoyance and irritation of, of the way I deliver my messages totally cool and if you can't deal with it you know turn it off and and listen to somebody else but uh, you know I just thought I'd try a little bit uh, something different with the uh, various uh, sections of the podcast like the task of the day the quote uh, question of the day and all that stuff I don't know if I'm going to keep that I mean it does make for a pretty well rounded uh, curriculum for knowledge you know little gems there's little gems in there and I did this specific subject of uh, several weeks ago so I'm not as it's not like it's fresh on my mind Um, as far as you know reading through some of my notes I jotted down I appreciate you bearing with me Um, so the takeaway what is the takeaway all right so we started with a quote right the misattributed quote by Harrington Emerson not Ralph Waldo Emerson Um, all right so yeah, to break things down, um, it's you want to be principle focused. You know, you want to be focused on the foundation. Okay, if you're gonna build a fucking skyscraper, yeah, that foundation needs to be pretty damn good. You know, if you're gonna build a house of cards, it doesn't need to be so good. So keep that in mind. Principles. You know, if you go onto YouTube and you're sh- and you see, um, you know, you have these guys you follow or you, you catch something that really catches your ear or your eyes, um, you know, and you learn, say, a lick or, uh, or, you know, just think of more of the approach, you know, why are they approaching the guitar that way? You know, that's what I do with Rick's stuff all the time. I'm like, you know, that's so fucking cool. Why is he doing it that way and how can I take that 
that lick or that passage uh, or the technique and make it mine you know how can I how can I adapt it to my vocabulary and my style of playing because I you know I have a certain way it's all about how you express yourself right now how am I going to utilize this tool to you know express myself so that's really kind of uh, pretty cool so um, and that'll take you so much farther guys so much farther and you'll get your own you know you'll get a unique voice and you will reach your potential much more that way if you want to learn licks for licks sake then when you get into a jam session uh, or a jam situation you know your your fingers you're gonna your fingers are gonna do what it what they know to do there's not going to be that connection of mind heart and then fingers to execute the physicality of the instrument to express what you're feeling inside and that's what it's about it's not playing you know fucking you know uh you know 16th note triplets at you know you know 100 you know 80 beats per minute it's about how do you fucking express yourself how do you express yourself and if you're playing in a live situation does the audience know can can they can you connect with them on an emotional level with your with your playing that is the key it's not playing a goddamn million miles a minute it's not playing you know complicated you know shit to impress the you know 1% of musicians in the fucking audience it's are you connecting to those people and when we play in you know whatever project I'm in at the time right now I'm in three different projects but when we play live whatever project it may be and I have people coming up to me after the show because I do like to mingle and, and talk to the people and you know people want to talk to you when they come up to me and said you know and they say oh my god you know it's just it made me feel this way or you know I love it when you do this because I could just feel your passion you know that's what makes it you know nobody comes up to me you know and says yeah I love the you know the uh you know 16th note triplet run you did and, and the third bar of that solo in that song you know it's not about that it's how did I make them feel you know did I connect with them and that's what it's about guys so when is all is said and done and you can take this whole fucking podcast and, and all the shit I've spewed out to you guys. The the takeaway, bottom line for every fucking podcast and every instructional video you're going to see me do or whoever does is are you connecting with your audience? Whether it's one person or whether it's a sold out crowd of, you know, 5,000 or, you know, 2,500 or whatever the case may be. Are you connecting? And are you connecting to yourself? Because you can't fake this shit. If you're not connecting with yourself, you're, you're damn well not going to connect with the audience. So, uh, and what, see the thing, guys, is when you do, it's just a beautiful experience. You know, it really is a beautiful experience. So, look at what you're learning. How are you progressing? Are you, are you practicing with a purpose to improve your musicianship? And uh, how can you make it yours? Don't be a trained fucking monkey. How do you make that yours and how do you make it musical? 
All right, guys, a lot of shit, a long, long podcast. I'm not going to, uh, I, you know, I like to keep them short when I can, you know, 10 minutes, 13 minutes, 15 minutes max. I don't even know how long this one's going to be. It's probably going to be like 20, 25 minutes. But uh, again, Gene from Guitar Alchemy, guitaralchemy.net. Uh, visit the site if you would. I got some stuff for you guys. And uh, I will get another one to you guys soon. I will try to stay more focused. You know, sometimes you can get a really, really focused, really concise podcast. Sometimes, guys, I will be all over the fucking place. So hopefully you bear with me and hopefully you just get a nugget. If you can get a nugget from from these podcasts or from anything I put out, um, then then my job is done. All right, guys, take care. Talk to you soon.